0: you're doing really well, and if you're not, I hope that you're giving yourself the space to take care of yourself. I took last week off from the podcast because it has been a very busy time in my business and in my life, and instead of forcing and pushing myself past my capacity like I used to do... I gave myself a break, which is always a bit challenging for me, but I have to treat myself the way I would want my clients and my loved ones to treat themselves. So that's what I did, and I'm proud of myself for not forcing it, because I don't know if a forced episode of a podcast would be that much fun to listen to. But this week, I'm so excited to share my first interview for Intuitive Seek with the fantastic Lana Tukanum. Lana and I met in a weekly writing club that we both have taken part in for quite a while. She is very accomplished and talented in her work using many energy healing and bodywork modalities. And in addition to her healing work, she also owns her own holistic spa called the Reconnection Sanctuary, and she lives and works on the small island nation of Nui, which is in the South Pacific Islands. She has such a gorgeous spirit, and I was so happy to talk to her about all things intuition, She also shares an inspiring story of how she found her way back to the island of her ancestors and how she followed her intuition before it really made sense. Lana also hosts her own podcast, Love Letters from Lana, which are lovely and entertaining bite-sized musings on well-being, so I hope that you enjoy my chat with Lana and... Check out all the show notes to connect with her and follow her Instagram, the Malu Spa. But she is just a joy to talk to you. So I hope that you enjoy. All right. So welcome, Lana. Lana Tukonu. I am incredibly grateful that you are spending your time with me and with the listeners of Intuitive Seek and sharing your Incredibly valuable and beautiful expertise in all things intuition and and more, which is what I'm very excited to hear about myself and for everybody else to hear about. So so welcome. Um, thank you so much, Mary. It's so good to be here
1: um, on this morning.
0: So so good. And where are you calling in from?
1: Um, so I'm actually in Sydney at the moment, just visiting my
0: parents. That's perfect. That's the kind of the most beautiful thing about technology these days is that I'm in Vancouver in Canada and you're in Sydney in Australia and we're able to have a conversation. So it's remarkable. And it's tomorrow or yesterday, which is great, (laughs) 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 which is one of my favorite things about (laughs) about the world in time. So Lana, if you I know I said your name, but if you wanted to let us know your name and also I feel like if you have some middle names, I always like that from people. I feel like it kind of creates a nice energy if you feel comfortable. And then also your birthday. Because I always like to know kind of our astrology signs.
1: Um so uh So my name is Alana Tukunu. Um, I do have a middle name. Um, it's Asalini, which is named after my um, grandmother on my father's side. Um, and it's funny that you mention that because it's actually something I've just my middle name is only something I've settled with um, in the last 17 or 18 years. Growing up, I had. I was actually teased about it and it made me really uncomfortable. But now I actually really own that. And that, like if I if I do a course and I do a certificate, it's actually I was like, my middle name goes on that course. So it's actually interesting that you asked me to add to make sure to add in my middle name. So <laughs> thank you. Oh, um, I love
0: that. Thank you for yeah. sharing. I feel like so many people can relate to that as well on how you reclaimed it. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs>
1: um so and i'm a sagittarius i was born in december yep so sagittarius but with scorpio moon and scorpio rising so (laughs) um when i I when i discovered that that made sense on a lot of things that happened um and my mother is australian and my father is new so um just in case any new are listening i am from the villages of tamagotonga and avisele just in case (laughs) um so they know about and you, where I'm from
0: so yeah oh and it's I haven't been but it is definitely on my list it is from my memory about like a five-hour plane ride from New Zealand right about three and a half hours in the Pacific Islands so near Cook Islands and there yes yes so not part of New Zealand it is its own republic but kind of works with New Zealand
1: a little bit that's exactly it that's yep that's exactly it yeah so we make all our own decisions but we have a um, we have that relationship with New Zealand, so yeah,
0: oh yeah, I encourage anyone listening to Google it immediately because it just looks so so beautiful and <laughs> yes. one of those one of those must places at least to even look at pictures of. yeah, I'm just thinking it's so funny, just a little sidebar when I was reading about it. this was a while ago, and I showed my partner I was like, we maybe we should go here uh, just on our list just as an idea, because this is beautiful. And when we were looking at it, I read about that every, is it every fall or or spring where there's a pot of, a pot of whales come in every, every season. And it is just remarkable. Um, That's correct. So
1: in this season now, um, so June until September-ish, sometimes October, that the whales come up with their calf and sometimes they also come up to mate as well so it's literally like they come up really close to land as well and it's just literally you look out and there's whales doing their whaley things and you never get sick of it I can tell you that every time I see it, I'm like oh my gosh this is amazing
0: since you were Um, a child it's always been just just magical
1: um so for me it's the last 17 years so you'll see how my story actually
0: opens up more oh, yes. well, as we go through perfect. the interviews. The whales will bring us into... <laughs> tell me tell me more. How did you end up in Nui and where, where were you born? So my story
1: takes details in it. So actually, I was born in New Zealand, but I grew up in Sydney until I was 24. So my dad... Um, he was born in New Air, the family went to New Zealand, and then when he was old enough, he came to Australia in the 70s. Okay. Because um, that's well, that was his adventurous spirit. Um, and then he met my mum. And, yeah, and then, yeah, so I was born in New Zealand. So it's like, let's go try New Zealand. My mum's like, she was a little bit homesick, so he came back to Sydney. So I grew up in Sydney, um, which I'm always, always grateful for, to be honest, yeah. um, that I grew up because it is multicultural and being exposed to that from a young age, like that was amazing. And just, I think that shaped my whole view as well. Um, and also because the food in Sydney is freaking amazing and this I love what food I always hear,
0: yes, <laughs> because of the amazing multicultural population right. and community and then with that Australian spin it's like every that's fantastic. Exactly it. <laughs>
1: so, lots so, of dips
0: um, and lots of bread and lots of good things that's what I've read
1: <laughs> and that's it and you get to choose it's like you know do we have Vietnamese today or do we have Middle Eastern food or do we have Thai you know and and it's amazing and then you get the fusions and it's like oh yes <laughs> so yes. that's something I really love about Sydney you know so much variety um but the thing is I'd always felt disconnected in the city I was like you know mm-hmm. um there's something missing and there's something more um and then I was just out walking one day with my dad and and I was like you know we're talking and I was like I think it's time I went to New Air and that's what happened. I was just like it was just I just pretty much set my vision on that and it was like um within 12 months it was probably less than 12
0: months um I was on that plane off to wow. <laughs> so, was it a true hit like um it came to you almost like a like it was a calling it sounds like the way you describe it like you were truly called and, and that's exactly when I
1: look back at it now as it, that's exactly what it was it was wow. a calling and you know it it was like, it put, and when I landed, it put all the pieces of my puzzle together. I was just like, okay, I found it now. I understand everything now. Um, because I had never actually been to New I would never been. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, this is
0: this, unbelievable. <laughs> this, this is so courageous. This is amazing. You grew up um, the whole yeah. time in Sydney, and then you made a split second decision to go to where your father was born and grew up.
1: Yep. That's right. It it was the calling. It really was the calling. And it's just like knowing what I know now, And it was just like, you know, it was like the call, my heart heard it. And it's just like, I'm going.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. Amazing. Amazing. And then you, so you've been in Nui for about 16 years now, you said? Yeah, about 17 years
1: Years. No, so yeah, um, so that's the thing. When I landed, that was it. I actually went on a one-way ticket because deep down, I already knew I'd love it. I was just like, I'm going to take the risk, um, and I, I knew I uh, and I knew I'd love it. And I had enough money in my account that if it didn't work out, I could catch a plane back. But I didn't need it.
0: But you knew <laughs> so, you knew it wouldn't. You wouldn't need yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about following your intuition. That That's is right. fantastic, especially in your early 20s, when normally we are a little bit more cut off from it, from my experience speaking mm. to other women. So that is so inspiring. Wow. Okay, <laughs> we'll definitely get back to that. But what I really feel called to ask you as well is let the listeners know, because having that courageous spirit of following your intuition and just changing your life like that, that is a pretty remarkable trait were you like that as a child like did you find what were you like as a child so as
1: a child I was actually really 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 shy like I was so shy and and introverted and I still am introverted but um, you know I was so shy and I really didn't enjoy meeting people um, and, you know, my mum is a major extrovert. So oh, she of course. would be going out and it's was like, no, no, no. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, I could be that kid hiding behind her skirt sort of things. like, no, I don't want to interact. Um, oh, so wow. I, I didn't want to be the centre of attention. And, you know, all throughout school, I just hide at the back, just do my thing quietly. And that's it. Um, and I was empathic, you know, and I, I can remember, you know, moments in school, I remember in in primary school, just one of the girls I used to sit with, you know, because you sit desk, two at a desk, sort of thing back then. Right. I don't know what it's like now. <laughs> um, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember she was struggling with one of the concepts, and you know, I felt really bad and I felt really sorry for her. And it was just like, how can I help? And and that's what we did for the session. I was just like, and I remember just trying to explain to her and break it down into pieces. Um, you know, for her to try and understand as well. So I remember just those sorts of things, and you know, that sort of empathic feeling um, back then. So it's actually when I look back as a child and compare myself to now, it's actually amazing the change. And even my mum, and like you know, and if I'm saying, "Hey, I'm going, I'm going to do, I'm going to meet you, Mary, for this interview," my mum's like, "I can't believe." you're the same girl. And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, you know, because I am still introverted. It just means yeah. I know the introversion and I know I just need to recharge. And I'm sweet with that, but I can put myself out there now.
0: That resonates with me so much because I'm very, very much the same where that introversion in the, in not the best light for me can make it quite isolating and not, living my life out the way I'd like to, but like you, making sure that we recharge our energy and know about our empathic traits and take care of ourselves and prioritize ourselves and our energy. The introversion is not anything to hold anyone back. It's just, I find most of the things in the world have been created by extroverts. So it's a little bit harder for us to navigate. But I love that your mom is so shocked by it. But really, <laughs> you just had to be in charge, it sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it
1: was just stepping into my power. That's what it just came, you know, on the journey. And it was just like those piecemeals meals put out for me. Hey, we're going to train you like this and, you know, preparing you like this. And it's just like, yeah, every time I look back at it, it's because I can look back at it now with, you know, what I know now. And I just like, oh, I see now. I see. I see how you're preparing me for this, you know, those little yeah. moments turning into today. So, yeah.
0: I love that even at such a young age, yes, it was your empathy and your empathic and intuitive soul, but you also became a teacher in that <laughs> small moment where you decided you acted on how much empathy you were feeling for the other student and you navigated how to help her and you started teaching her and that is the confidence that that takes is quite strong i would think for a young for anyone actually but for a child especially if they are more introverted so that um that kind of spark that really i see that through line for you just the, for the you know the little bit that i know you as well i see that that kind of keeps going
1: yeah, actually, no, I've never looked at it that way until you said, and that's why I was just like, oh, it's just actually another thing in my own. I was like, actually, wow, <laughs> yeah,
0: thank you. Oh, I love that. Well, it's so hard for us to see our gifts when they feel so natural, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm glad I was able to reflect that back to you because, yeah, <laughs> I just think that is, um, I don't know, that really lit me up when I heard you tell that story because- that's what we need. We need those children in school. It's so important. So, yeah, you know, and I think the other the other thing when I think
1: about it as well that empathy was also nurtured by my parents, um, because you know there were days I'd go home and there's this random person in our house. And I'd go ask my the extrovert. And,
0: the extrovert yeah. is inviting people over, <laughs> just popping in.
1: And it's just like, <laughs> but my mom is also my mom and dad actually are very caring people and you know and I'd be and it'd be someone who is on the margins of society and mm. I'd go ask dad and I'd be like, Who's that? And it's like, Oh, you know, you know what your mother's like, you know, and, oh. and they needed help and they came to mom and I was just and I think you know, actually seeing that as well, you know, that also yeah. nurtured that nurtured my own, you know, empathic feeling as well because I was actually right in the middle of that and getting to see that. Um, and, yeah, and she also had random people come over, <laughs> friends and stuff. <laughs> but like, I just, that's how I remember, you know, like just, you know, those mum helping, mum and dad helping people. Um,
0: and i just grown up with that as well. Oh, so yeah. lovely. Oh. Do you remember kind of what your intuition was like as a child like do you remember feeling it at all i could remember
1: sometimes things not feeling not feeling quite right like and i didn't know what it was i was just like oh that doesn't that doesn't feel right um and and if i look back now you know when i, I think about this it's like it was getting the drop downs or some people call them downloads you know like right. the drop downs that voice you know saying oh you know don't go here today and I can still remember in high school and you have to do um, physical education. It's compulsory. You have to. It is the At whole least. way through? Um, up until, I think it's up until form four or five.
0: So you get a few years where you don't have to.
1: Yeah. The last two years of high school, you don't have to. Okay. Same um, in
0: Canada as well. That's where only okay. like to opt out the last two. The, the last two I was just st- looking for that my whole life. <laughs> <was just> like- <laughs> yeah, no,
1: it's, you know, and same here. I couldn't wait, and I loved movement. Like you know, I loved I loved sports outside of a PE class. I really yes. loved it, but I didn't love movement in a class situation where you go through modules and. At that time we had to do running and back then I hated running. I hated it. Like, And I was like, it was a 3K run and, you know, and then we're doing it and then these other kids were like, there's a shortcut, go here. And so that's what everyone did then as soon as we found out, you know, and I took it and I just I was like, yeah, I'm going to take it. And I did. Then the next week it's running again and I was like, I still remember this, that voice in my head going, do not take that shortcut this week. And I didn't. And I went the whole way. And even though I was cursing myself the whole way, that intuition kicked in because that teacher was waiting at the end of that shortcut. And everyone got put on detention who took that shortcut. And I've never forgotten it. Wow, <laughs> except like, for you. That's it. You know, that's it. Just because the intuition is like, just don't, um, you know, don't take that shortcut today. And I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't know what intuition was back then, you know, like, and, and even back then, it's not accept, as as accepted you know as it oh, is no. today yeah we, you know?
0: there was nothing I had ever really heard about when I was young either completely yeah
1: that's that's your day. so it's just and I didn't tell anyone like, I got no. a voice in my head that said don't go today I was just like yep yeah, okay that was lucky and I was just I was just counting my blessings after I was just like thank you thank you Like, oh, you know. so, such yeah. an
0: important lesson <laughs> even though it was from so long ago I mean I'm sure you have many many since then but that is that is the hardest thing to do is to listen to it, to actually follow it. Because how many times, how many of those other children did get that and did hear yes. it? And they said, no, I don't want to run the 3K. It's like, yeah. like, I don't care if it's I'm not supposed to. I'm going to do it. And then the teacher was there, but you really listen to it. And I think that just helps to like hit home how important the action on our intuition is not only listening to it. And I, I love that reminder.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Exactly what you said. You just
1: nailed it. How <laughs> honoring and honoring that intuition.
0: Yeah. So um, a little this. pat on your back, I would say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so that kind of goes with like with our intuition, how it speaks to us. And you were saying like from part of it is you would hear it as an inner voice. Was there any other way that you found that your intuition spoke to you that you can remember as a child? And I think also the feeling in my body—that's that's
1: a that's mm. thing that I remember. Those two were the big things as a child. Um, but as I've gotten older, you know, I've opened up. I've opened up the ways that drops down. I've opened it up. So you know, so like things like um, journaling, you know, um, that sort of thing. My yoga practice you know, practicing with oracle cards and also in my sessions and also in my own meditations, I'm highly visual. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like moving into that space, but I find it's like the drop down will happen first, usually. It's like the voice is like, hey, check this. It's like okay. And then and then it's leaning into it more. And then usually the visuals just like happen after that. Um, I love that. Yeah, and I think just connecting in with my Tupuna, with my ancestors as well, that's just...
0: Mm. Just as soon as you said, as with the ancestors, it just felt like you lit up really fast. So that feels like maybe that is your intuition, your ancestors are maybe not even separate from your from your guidance, it feels. Like, I don't know if that, um, not to put words in your mouth, but it just really, I felt that so strongly when you are speaking.
1: Um. Yeah, it's exactly what you said that's it, ex- exactly um and and you know for me that you know it was 17 years ago landing on newa mm. that's it, that was the day i connected in and i didn't know it then but that was the day i connected in and that growth of connecting in with my ancestors has been the opening the opening of ever, actually my whole my whole world sort of thing
0: wow. um, and would you say like before you landed in newa that you weren't as aware of it or did you have a little bit, like some breadcrumbs or? Um, you
1: know, I think I had little breadcrumbs, you know, because obviously dad's Nguyen and there's little things that would go to family. Like, you know, sometimes we would go to New Zealand for family functions or weddings and and other things. And I got to see little things in there, but I still didn't have the understanding. It still wasn't landing, you know. Um, yeah. And I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, so those breadcrumbs, but I wasn't picking up those breadcrumbs. <laughs> it's only when I look back now, and it's like, oh, okay. And you know, I mean, the breadcrumbs, the biggest breadcrumb, and it was more like a cake. Was when I was walking with my dad, and it was like, hey, yes, time to go to New York. <laughs> so you know, um, oh, yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah.
0: I am, um, yeah. Thank you for speaking on that because I really feel, especially now, where intuition and. Developing our intuition is a little bit more in the mainstream, and so people are really talking about ancestors more and I know that especially in um I would say in Canada, that some people know about their ancestors and some people don't mm-hmm. and I do have some clients that want to, but they feel discouraged where they say, "Oh, I don't have a culture, I don't know my I don't even know my grandparent like I don't know and I do always guide them to, well, just keep it open. Don't say never. And I think that your story just really inspires that, where the timing may just not be on your time. Like everybody, if they're open to it, I think that we all can connect to our lineage and that wisdom that comes with it as well. I think definitely,
1: definitely what you're saying about, you know, keep open it's so true because um it once you keep open this things start to lay down
0: Mm.
1: and like you said when you're ready it lands
0: and it lands you know
1: and it's (laughs) it's just almost like preparing you you know it's like they're just preparing you with the little things little things little things and that's just like okay she's ready now now it's time to drop the big piece of cake
0: you know and so
1: yeah and and you know it still happens now like it was like the big piece of cake was me going back to new air and then it came and there's more breadcrumbs 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 and and it's like okay we're gonna give you a whole piece of cake like a whole cake now you know it's like you're ready for this now and and it really does happen in its own time and there were times I was like frustrated I was just like how come I didn't know this before how come you didn't tell me before and I was literally like you weren't ready then you weren't ready and and it's only when I'm moved on a bit I was like oh man I was so not ready for that information back then so um you know that divine timing and you know that timing your your ancestors really have your back and they really know they really know how to do it so yeah
0: oh thank you yeah. yes I really oh I hear that so strongly yes I hope that I think that will help a lot of people out there for sure just to listen to that so speaking to I mean we did kind of go over it because if you were Intuition—the way that it spoke to you as a child—it sounds like it is very similar to today, but maybe a l- little bit more amplified. But do you find that um, your intuition does speak to you today as it was as a child, or is it a little bit different? I think the thing that's changed is me trusting. Ah. And it's
1: like that's what's changed the most. It's like you know that feeling is like okay, lean into that feeling because there's a reason um there's a reason <laughs> and you know, that's what's changed is trusting
0: oh that's such a great answer yeah <laughs> <That's such a laughs> perfect answer yeah oh, i love that.
1: that and actually and you know also knowing that i have the support of my tupuna that mm-hmm. also helped with my trust it was like hey we've got your back and then practicing the trust and then just going back and forth on that and and really practising, practising the trust and practising I know I've got the support Um, because there's been times where, you know, there's times even being in sessions, I remember going, something would drop down. I'm like, "Mm, really? Really? Because it might have been a really big thing and it's just like, oh, uh, are you sure? Because I don't want to get this wrong. And it's just like, just trust us. I was like, okay. And then we've talked about it. And that issue that came up was bullseye. And I was just, wow. and I always give thanks. So I was just like, thank you. You know, thank you. And then also thank you to myself for trusting myself as That's well. Crazy. Cause I had to go the extra step. So yeah, it's just remembering it's practice. It really is. Wow.
0: Yeah. It's oh yeah. I speak about that all the time because it's something that I am constantly working through as well every day where it is a millions of little lessons of trust throughout my whole life. And then especially in my work constantly. So I really, to realize that just like you said, that trust is a practice because Mm -hmm. so many people, not to truly generalize, but from my experience and speaking to others as well, that, that intuition, utilizing it as our own teacher, as our greatest teacher, the only way we can do that is by trusting it. And it can feel very exhausting. It doesn't, that trust doesn't come right away. And then we tend to abandon it and look outside of ourselves for that affirmation and all the things that kind of takes us away from it. But to remember that it's a practice is so, so helpful, I find. So thank you for reminding us about that.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I think that we both can share with that because there are a lot of people, like you said, they just you know it's on the margins like oh well what's the point but they've had moments and
0: yeah yeah where those moments they're important just to remember we can minimize the things that are actually the most valuable to us because we don't trust it so it's that that reminder to trust is so um I'm just feeling that very strongly as you as you were speaking not that I speak for everyone but I tend to you know It's nice to tune in to the collective and be like, all right, it's not just me. This is great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. (laughs) And um, so I feel like we have let the listeners wait with bated breath long enough. (laughs) Because every time you speak about your sessions or your work, I can feel the excitement in me, at least, really wanting to know more. So please, if you are able to kind of let us know what your work is or what you feel your calling is, because I know that you do some very special and um, unique things on your side of the world.
1: So my work is walking side by side with women to reconnect themselves back to their own center um, so that they can confidently step into their power and really own who they are and what they do So, it's largely through a program called We Know the Way, which is based on a song about Pacific navigation. But it's a journey about um, navigating to your most powerful center of being and self through the connecting in, the clearing, and creating the clarity. And that's through the work of like working through your ancestral lines, through the light energy of Reiki, and through creating mind space. Um, So, I do that just. So, anytime I'm working with somebody, I bring all the tools in that I have, which is yoga and meditation, uh Romi, Romi which is Maori healing, mm. uh, Reiki, the tools of kinesiology, creativity, journaling, movement, my own experiences, and also my tupuna, my ancestors, ancestors coming to every session. So in a nutshell, it's like I'm working with all the tools that have helped me come from that shy child into the woman that I am now, you know, who's comfortable with the visibility and and standing up, really taking the client from that space, from a space where, you know, they they feel like they're hiding or they feel like they need to shift some energy to step into their own power. Yeah. And I know that my, you know, and the thing is with our work, it's what, what worked for us may not work for somebody else. That's right. But I also have seen like how the person's own tapuna. we meet for a reason. You know, it's mm-hmm. like there's a meeting that we don't see between my tapuna and your tapuna, and they're meeting and saying, hey, I'm going to, you guys are going to meet and see how we can create little shifts on what needs to be shifted. And I think the start, you know, it may feel like I had an elevator spiel, but it's exactly what it is. It's like really reconnecting the women back in through all those tools. Because I just, you know, I just think about my own journey and there's so many layers, like with my own story, and which is how stories go. So,
0: mm-hmm. Please, yeah, if you feel comfortable just relating to kind of how your clients may relate to you and understand how you can help them. Do you find that? And I love the name of it. We know the way because you had to navigate that yourself from the sounds of it. That's that's it. That's exactly it. What is the largest? I mean, I'm sure there's many, but on when you do connect and it does sound like you feel that your clients are divinely led to you, which I, I believe as well with my clients and kind of with the world, if you are acting consciously what do you find that these clients that come to you is the first thing that kind of mirrors you back to yourself and you say, oh, I can help this person because I've, I've been there. I've seen this. It's usually the self-worth. Mm. It's like, you know, it, it's, it's
1: so common, like people coming in and, and a lot of the times you wouldn't even know it. You wouldn't even know if we just had an interaction on, on a physical layer but it's when we start to go deeper and it's like, oh, and especially the work with the ancestral healing. And it's like when we do it, it's like, oh, like you know, you've had these blocks in your ancestral lines and it's coming down to you. No wonder you're feeling like this, you know, or no wonder, you know, this is happening and, and clearing that, but also in their ancestral lines to bring down the blessings, you know, and it's mm. like bring down the blessings, like, hey, these things, this is, these are the blessings that are open to you down your lines as well. And, um, you know, that opening up for someone, it's amazing. It's amazing to see. And just, you know, connecting in, connecting in with your ancestors through that work, you know, you start to unveil those unique ways you're, support, you're, you're supported. Yes. And, you know, and that just, that's the game changer. Cause it means, you know, you can walk into situations as like, my tapuna have my back, you know, I'm here, um, you know, and this is how I can step forward. And it's amazing. Um, And it just, the way it manifests is in so many ways. Sometimes it's, you know, it's shifting some of the trauma that's been sitting in there from the lines that have been passed down. Yes. And then how it's manifesting
0: in their own life and shifting that. Do you have an example of that? Because I think this is such important work that you're doing. And is there, um, not obviously not um, names or anything, but in an idea of what that would be that was passed down to somebody through their line and now it's affecting their self-worth and affecting their life. What is, um, but maybe they didn't know that and they thought it was all them and something that they could never change. Some of, I've had situations where the issue of having babies
1: is being passed down. Wow! Um, yes, it's been passed down their lines, and how it got to that point wasn't very nice down the ancestral lines. It was just like, oh, this, this some nasty stuff here. Let's, you know, oh, we need to clear that um, because it was actually manifesting, you know, in the clients' lives, and it, that's the thing. It wasn't just one. There was, I was actually seeing there was like multiple, and I was like, oh my gosh, like yeah just that happening wow
0: so that was a real theme in your sessions you found
1: it it was it was a real theme and I was just like wow and just sitting with that um that's
0: not really something we hear about in the fertility world
1: that's exactly it and that's that's why I'm just like you know when I think back to how I got here I was just like "Ah, okay you're leading me up to this you know Um, because fertility is not all I cannot physiologically just get pregnant. It it really isn't. It's like, it's so much more. Um, And I won't talk too much about this client's session because it's another lady, but there was literally an earthquake before she turned up. And I was like, Oh,
0: "Oh." like in your real life? In real life. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was
1: like, like, (laughs) Oh this is gonna be a big session because wow. the, it was such a big shift and and for that for that person, like the shifts that were happening were huge, and I was just like and I was just like, oh my gosh, like you know I actually had to sit back and go, oh my gosh like and sit with it and actually ground down because it was such a big shift um for that person, but it's also you know in in all of that work, it's also having. I guess it's a ritual, as I don't know what to call it exactly. But it's having, you know, okay, if you've gone through some trauma, um, having that ritual to release, to release that trauma from your being as well. And the thing is, they're an active part of that. It's not me doing the work. It's it's literally it's they actually have to go and. And make the choice because I have been in sessions where it's and and we're doing we're going through and we're doing something in the session and it's like nah they're not ready to release yet and I have to pull back and sometimes it's really I had to learn to to deal with that because I'm like yes. oh man and it's like they're not ready yet and it's like okay um, and that's literally their body saying we're not ready yet yeah it's not um, the time that's it it's not the time so it's pulling back and going okay and when they're ready and then you know they may come back in two months time and then like and you you go back to the same spot and it, and it's just
0: they're ready to let it go um oh yeah and create those shifts so yeah and that is the integrity that i can see that you have in your work because it's not about us and we have to listen and know that it's all about what the client needs and what they are going through even Definitely. if we feel like Oh, that's the energy! I know how to do this, and yep. it's not—it's not about that. <laughs> but I really, that's I really right. relate to that.
1: <laughs> yeah. that. That's it, definitely, yeah, definitely. That's it, yeah.
0: You yeah. spoke about so many modalities that you bring into your practice. It's amazing. Which one did you start first? So actually,
1: I started with massage. I didn't even, and even—and I didn't even mention that in my modalities. I started off massaging. massage. Oh. And that's yes, how I'm that's just like, yes. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, and and it's just like, because there is, you know, all the chapters in my story, and but it's just like I started off massaging, and just like the deeper I went into the work, and I was like, no, you don't just have a sore shoulder. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's yes. not just a sore shoulder. There's so much more to this, and and it was just, it was actually, it was actually one of my teachers. I was having a conversation with her one of my massage teachers and she's like she was talking to me about reiki and we're having a conversation I was like oh I had no idea what reiki was then um and so the next time I was in Sydney I was like okay I'm gonna book myself in for a session see what happens how I feel about this I did and I loved it and I was like this is amazing and then (laughs) um so yeah now
0: and it all
1: opened um, up (laughs) that's that's it and I kind of see reiki as like the light switch to my deeper work. Yeah. Um, and the thing that I love about the Reiki is like, you know, in the Moldy Healing, we work with blocks and we work with blessings and support. But there is times when it's not unicorns and fairies and it's not an it's, you know, it's really it can be heavy as you're shifting.
0: That's right.
1: Um, and the beauty of it is like we can do that and we can shift. And then we can bring in just that pure love of Reiki. Yes. Just to, you know, so you can just like, oh the support. Okay. That's it for the support. That's what I that's what I really love. It's just it was I think Reiki also led me down the rabbit hole and I was just like, wow. I was just like, and and I had I had someone come up to me and they're talking talking to me about Reiki because I interested. And I'm like, I'm just gonna let you know. You know it's beautiful. Just prepare yourself because once you open up, yeah, you are literally going to go down the rabbit hole because it's just like
0: it's true. Things,
1: you know, open up, babe, hey, and it's just amazing. Yeah, universal
0: energy is no joke. It's not simple. <laughs> that's. that's <laughs> I mean, it's very insane. simple, but it just shifts your whole view. Yeah, that's what I find, and that is, it's get ready for a complete flip in your full perspective, and it's going to be amazing, but. It's not going to be easy. Okay. That's, that's, right.
1: that's exactly it. You know, I can sort of see
0: a commercial. In there. Okay. Well, it's hard to describe. I, you know, I love, um, I have my master's level. I love Reiki so much. I love teaching it. And I'm always thinking about how to describe it always. And just what you said, the only thing that ever feels true is that it is love, where it's that yeah. supportive energy that we are made of. Too. Yeah. So of course it's love, but it is. Um, it is definitely because it is so much in the mainstream now, much more than mm-hmm. I. I had a treatment about twenty years ago. Was the first time. Wow. And then, so when I was eighteen, well, twenty-one years now, and <laughs> just had a birthday. <laughs> and but very grateful for the birthday and um, and then it took me like 17 16 years for it to come back into come back to me really when I was ready for it and then I followed down the rabbit hole exactly like you said and there it and was it, it
1: comes back to the breadcrumbs eh? as yeah. well it's just Absolutely. like here's your breadcrumbs and then yeah when you're ready that's it that's it It's amazing
0: but I'm so interested when you went into massage, were you like, were you working another job or were you looking in a different career and were you felt feeling called to massage or was it massage first?
1: Um, When I was younger and in Sydney, I had, I had considered doing a massage course, but you know, that fear of I've always been big. I've always been fat. Then that fear of like, I'm going to have to get in front of my classmates and be naked and they're going to make fun of me and I'm just not up for that right now. So I was just like, no, nah. and I didn't do it. And when I, I actually, when I first landed on Niue, it was like I, I got there and I still remember I was standing on the green in Avacelle, and, and I was talking to my partner then and I was like, you know, Niue needs a day spa. I'm going to do it. I'm going to open one. That was when I landed. It took me 10 years to get my act together. But the thing is, I didn't know I was going to be the practitioner. I really didn't then. Um, I was just like, I was like, I'm going to open one. And, you know, and then I was just sort of, things just sort of happened. And then actually um, some of my friends are from the Philippines and I was in the Philippines with them. You know, there was some major upheaval in my life and I went with them. I met someone and we are in a spa and I was just like, we had a conversation, I was like, Hey, I can do the massage. Yeah, and then I went back, and then it was about three months later. I woke up and I, and I literally went, stuff this. I'm going to learn massage, and that's what happened, and that's how I went into it. And
0: wow, from yeah. Almost, so it almost sounds like you saw the vision of exactly what you wanted to do, and then you kind of worked backwards. Yeah, which is how I work, actually. love and that. I, it's I, very I Sagittarius saying... from, my, from what I know about Sagittarius. Like, <laughs> just shoot the arrow. And then... Yeah, <laughs> that, that's it.
1: And You know, I think that attitude sometimes, like it's giving my parents heart attack and they've always been really supportive of me. They're like, you know, whatever you do, just as long as it makes you happy, you know? Like, and I'm like, yes, yeah, sweet. And then there's been times it's like, so mom and dad, I've got this idea. And they're like, oh my gosh, what is it now? And I'm like this and they're like okay okay and then have you thought about this and I'm like yep I'm like don't worry I'm gonna land I'm gonna land it's yes. gonna be okay and you know nine times out of ten I've landed like yes. you know Olympic gold when I've landed <laughs> that's
0: <laughs> like, right because you, know, you trusted it that's that's
1: exactly it and oh. so yeah it was just yeah it was amazing how it all panned out and you know, I I called myself a spa, but it's actually something I'm looking into changing because it's like,
0: you know, well, it sounds like much more than it's than a traditional spa. That's for and sure. And that's
1: the yeah. thing. That's <laughs> the thing. And you know, I have a sign on my actual brick and mortar side of the business in New Air, and it says Reconnection Sanctuary. And I'm like, Oh, you that's know, lovely. That's that's what it is. It's just like and um so yeah, it's just looking back at how it all came about and um because that teacher who I spoke to Reiki about, she was one of my teachers for massage. And and then she came over to New Air and, you know, and it's just like just how it opened up. And, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And
0: how long has the spa been open?
1: So I was just doing mobile. So it's, I've been in business for like six years. But the actual brick and mortar, like actually having actual plates, is only being open for it'll be two years actually in July wow. so just gone oh, so it was two years in July so yeah thank you I didn't even yeah. Think. yeah so yeah it was two years that's in July but amazing. Pri- prior to that I was just taking my table and going going to the resort going to people's houses going around and doing that until there was enough to put up a little it's a little building really it's a little hideaway so yeah
0: that's yeah. that's really amazing not very many yeah. people take that leap and are able to do it, and that is so inspiring. That's amazing. Wow. Um, yeah, I think about that Two sometimes. A yeah. long time. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: and, no, and <gasps> it is to have a building. Yeah, and I'm just like you know when I saw the frame of that building going up, I really sat in and going, and I I really sat with myself and going, you know, Lan, you've come such a long way, and I've had a lot of support. Like you know, you never do anything on your own. That's right. And okay. i was just like just seeing that frame. I was just like, oh my gosh! And I remember when it was finished, and standing inside, and going, oh my gosh! And just seeing how it's evolving as well, you know, yeah. now. And it's just like, you know, I just sitting with that. It still amazes me, and I'm still, uh, you know, the, so grateful for it. And
0: yeah. Oh, it sounds like the possibilities are endless for what you can do with that.
1: Wow and because you know mary that's it that's that's life hey eh? the possibilities are endless yes, and just keeping open to that you know you really have to and sometimes i get myself into trouble because you know i'll be talking to someone uh and i just i can see lots of things happen i was like what oh, the possibility that I could do with that you know I'm, I'm like and i start just going off like jabber jaws going hey you know you can do this and that and that and that and, that. and, and they're like some people just look at me going can you just like slow down and leave me alone? And I'm like, <laughs> and so I've had to learn to step back sometimes and go, you can remind them their their possibilities are endless and, and you can throw in and think, you know, maybe there's an idea there. You, you can develop your idea. And then whatever they do with that, I have to step back. And sometimes it's really hard because <laughs> oh, you can yes. see the bigger vision of that oh, my gosh, that would be so amazing if they set that up. The world needs this. The world needs you. you know? Completely.
0: Like, but yeah. you have, in your because of you and your, your spirit, you know the action to take. But yeah. for others, it might just not be in their path that time. <laughs> that, <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's so I, true. Yeah. I can imagine a lot of clients would really find that quite valuable. So that is also part of your toolbox. So If somebody yeah. needs some guidance in that way, if they need some ideas,
1: yeah, just yeah. to support. You know, it's just like yeah, I'll, I'll support you. I love <laughs> I'll be
0: your cheerleader. That. I love <laughs> that. Oh, well, your work—it sounds so beautiful and really aligned with what I try to do as well, and how I like to serve my clients and what I'm trying to do. So I just feel that um, the world needs it so much and uh, how you're doing it and how it came to be is such a beautiful story. So thank you for sharing it. It's just amazing. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And while you're using that unreal intuition that you have, when was a time that you followed your intuition? And I know that we've spoken about a few already, but when you really followed it, to something beautiful, before it made any sense, and that you can look back on now, and you can see how your intuition led you, but at the time you were really not trusting it, only trusting it enough to follow it.
1: Um, I think it was that decision to go to New Year. It, it that was because that was a life changing moment for me. Um, you know, I was I was twenty four, and like sometimes when I look back, and I was like. You were twenty-four, like, because you know. Looking back now, I'm I'm forty-one. It's like, oh, you knew that. You know, you knew Maybe. nothing. Then. Yeah. You know, I'm still learning. I'm just learning now.
0: <laughs> Your <laughs> brain, like... our brain, is only developed when we're twenty-five, right? Like that is <laughs> it's young.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's it, and it's just like, and you know, and I'd never been to New Air. I'd never, I'd barely seen any pictures. You know, nothing like that. It's, that was not the time of the internet, <laughs> so really um, and it's it just like it was just really like the intuition came. It's just like, let's go, one way ticket because you know what, you're gonna love it there. And then doing that, you know, that's it's like I didn't know anyone. I went with my partner then, but in terms of family, I hadn't met the extended family except for one one person there, um, my dad's cousin. We've been to his house, and so and but just yeah, just going. It's time to go to New air You're gonna love it. One way ticket. You'll be fine. And it's oh. like almost even now, I feel like taking yeah, a deep it's breath and leap going, of,
0: "Okay, it's that nausea <laughs> right. of the leap." <laughs>
1: that's it because I didn't know because you know my dad used to tease me he's like you're gonna have bucket baths and you know you're gonna have this and I'm like you know,
0: cause, you know you're <laughs> right crying, where they're, they have you know? nothing you're gonna be living that's in it. yeah <laughs> you like television um, say that's goodbye right. to it <laughs>
1: that's right. and I'm just like oh yeah I'm like yeah you know but also knowing I'm fine with that because like mm-hmm. I don't you know I, I wasn't a, I'm not a fancy person and that's fine for everyone that is it's just like I don't need much but I was just like yeah I'm I'm gonna be sweet with that I think the only thing I did struggle with was the lack of chocolate then I was like I was like I well, there's
0: face. no chocolate they don't back chocolate then traditionally, um, <gasps> right because where then. do you get cocoa? <laughs> where do you even get the cocoa seed oh my but,
1: goodness that's the thing so it's just like it was like back then and I was just like there was be chocolate sometimes and the quality would be really bad and be really old. And I'll be like, oh. And, you know, maybe every three months my parents might send me up a packet of Fredo frogs or something. Wow. And I was like, yes. And and that was the thing. But now the chocolate the chocolate um, selection is amazing and new. And, like, you know, things have changed so much.
0: But, but you remember, you know, oh, that would have been my, that's that would it. have been a very <laughs> big memory for me as well. Chocolate so, is pretty important to me. <laughs> so I really so, understand yeah. that.
1: And that's that's the thing. And there was already coffee because, like, uh, yeah, I'm, I love coffee as well. It happened to be my dad's cousin who also took me in when I landed. um He had a coffee. He had the only coffee machine on the island in a wow. cafe. And I was like, Really? Oh, yeah. So that I was you, just um, like Yeah.
0: Let us know, just for the, the listeners too, when you did when you were twenty four and landed in Nui What was the population?
1: Um, so the population, it's still pretty much the same. It's about 1,600 people.
0: 1,600. Okay. Yeah. There yeah. it is. So- <laughs> I'm sure everybody <laughs> yeah. was kind of thinking of that, that it's small, but it's 1,600 people. That is yeah. from Sydney. Yes. <laughs> it's from Sydney. So this is a leap. And then to family that you hadn't even met. And,
1: and that's that's a thing. And, you know, there's 1,600 people on New Air. In the wider world, there's about 20,000 yuans now, but on the island, there's 1,600 wow. people. But the nature of the Pacific and the nature of, of new air, um, and it's that sharing in the community mm. um, that's what made everything so easy. And I still remember as well my dad's uncle, like I was staying down in his house, I was in my cousin's house, and you know, this. i'd at the time I was just like this old man, um, no, sorry, I was out and, and my cousin's like, oh, your Uncle Taso dropped off some food for you and it was a big coconut basket of um, food. We call it umu, so it's cooked in the underground. Oh, umu food yeah. for me. I've never met him before in my life, you know, and I tucked into that food and it was like it was so good because it was just like, oh, this is this is what I love. And, and it was like a couple of days later and I was driving and I'd seen him at the service station and he was smiling and I still had no idea who he was. I didn't know I didn't know it was the man who dropped off the food. And then, you know, and then we talked and then um you know he's like he's one of my greatest protectors and and you know, he always checks up with me on me now, you know, and just yeah the whole community I love I love that community and and no one gets left behind. You know and you know, of course, it's a small place, and you know, like here, any small town has small town issues, of and it's not endemic to one place. It's just the way it is, you know. It's People. That's it. That's yeah. it's People, but you know, when the it doesn't, if the chips are down, the community rallies around you, and you know, everyone looks after you and just makes sure you're alright. And it's one of the things I love the most, and it's one of the things that made the transition easier
0: yes thank you for explaining it even more because now in my mind I see you stepping off the plane standing in the green and then basically the island like wrapping around you <laughs> just giving <like>, you yeah. <laughs> like, oh that's... hello Lana yeah welcome back like, that, that's ex- that's, exactly there. <laughs> yeah. that's, ex- that's exactly it yeah that's
1: and that's exactly and and once once you know and the, it's the thing in there where it's like you know last name your family, and you know, because once you know someone's family and and there were people coming up to me, it's like that would give me the whole thing. It's like, oh you know you guys are actually originally from this village, but then you're out here and here it all was just like and looking back it just it makes me smile because it's just like, yeah, man, I was <laughs> dealing with that and and taking that on at the time it was just like it's amazing um, and
0: yeah, I really love that actually oh, that's <laughs> so beautiful oh, yeah, just heartwarming. And I'm sure you've heard this many times, but I can't wait to hear the book or sorry. Well, yeah, audio book. I love your voice. I can't wait to read and hear the book and watch the movie because it sounds like a pretty amazing story <laughs> and then you're making your spa and oh it sounds, it sounds great. Like working at the resort but no I'm gonna have my own it's like, I love this <laughs> and I actually am writing a book and oh, like, there we go. because okay. I was like just do
1: it man. just do it and you know and just oh, taking the steps yes. to do it and so yeah and I think everyone's everyone needs to hear your story and it's for yeah. everyone listening Man, share your story in whatever platform, you know, feels good for you. If it's a book, if it's a movie, I just just like do it. Because there's always someone who needs to hear your story. And I think of all the people's stories I've heard that changed my life. And I'm just like, imagine they didn't put that out.
0: <laughs> so, it's so yeah. true. It's so true. And it is the way way for us to remember our voice too. Especially if you hear Lana say that and you go, sure, but not me. It is you. Yeah. It is <laughs> that story. We need to hear it because that is, I mean, it sounds like that's how new works where the stories have been passed down. I mean, these mm-hmm. stories are important. They're life. And that's when we right. keep them to ourselves, then that's when generic and mediocre and boring, that's when those words come. But as soon as you get past that superficial conversation and you actually get to, hear people's story and to speak to them because that's when you know that you're speaking to someone when you actually hear about them and not yeah. about what they feel about something.
1: I was about to say, I hope I hear your story in a book
0: or a movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> and like, because when you're saying everybody has, I was like, yeah, but maybe mine is not as interesting. But as you said that, I'm like, no, that's right. There are really interesting points to everybody's life and how you get to where you are. So that's I appreciate exactly that it. thank you that's yeah, it <laughs> no, i will keep I will continue to focus on telling my story. Thank you for reminding me about that okay well what are i'm really interested to hear your opinion on this, but what are two kind of great intuitive lessons that you have learned along the way number one is trust <laughs> mm-hmm. You can't say you know, it enough.
1: It's true. That's <laughs> exactly right. You got to trust, trust yourself and trust what is coming through. You really do. You know, like I was saying earlier, I had so many times where I was questioning myself and I, I was having those whole mini conversations in my head about it. And it's just and like, you know, it was the drop downs was just like, just trust us. And so I moved forward and it was like, yep. Okay. It was bullseye, you know. Yeah. Um you know, trusting that feeling to move to new air. That and number two, it leads on from trust. It's practice. Everything, yes. <laughs> like everything. You're we gonna practice that trust. <laughs> <don't>. That's right. <laughs> you know, that, that's the thing. And you know, to be where I'm at with trust now, I have to practice. I'm still practicing. Yeah. You know, and I just you just there's been times I've fallen on my face, and I just had to get up. And keep practicing that trust. Um, and I think it's just the same with everything in life. Whatever you do, it's just practice. I'm going to add in a third.
0: Oh please, be, yeah.
1: <laughs> be curious. You know, I always, I always think about these things like how my curiosity has actually led to some really beautiful and defining moments and discoveries in my journey.
0: And is there one you can think
1: of? One of them is actually how I met one of my key mentors oh, and. Wow. That was like someone I knew who I didn't really interact with. We'd met a long time ago. Had shared one of her posts, and it was just a general saying. And you know, I and I was just like, "Ah, oh, who's this lady? What what do they do?" And I clicked on it, and I was like, "Oh, this is amazing." Okay, and then it <laughs> just it led me to you know like going into a session with her, and then I had a few sessions with her, and then training, and then now she's my mentor be curious.
0: And that really reminds me too, and a good reminder for all is that that curiosity is so important and we don't get to follow it. If we are distracted by constant scrolling or looking for a way to entertain ourselves instead of recognizing when you are on Google, but with an intention and you see that curiosity and you follow that intention instead of just I'm bored and I don't know what to do, or I want to distract myself because I don't like the way I'm feeling. Like, I feel like you were very conscious in that moment to know that, Oh, this is interesting. Let me follow this. And that in a kind of sliding doors, you could have maybe been distracted by a notification from your Instagram or something like that. Yeah. These modern worlds. (laughs) So much to work through so much to remember. (laughs) So much trying to distract us. (laughs) But um, what do you think some people get really wrong, in your opinion, when they talk about intuition and spiritual ideas?
1: I actually think um, people thinking that intuition is not actually available to themselves. It's available to everyone. So, um, you know, and it's just about the practice and creating space and building the trust. And it really is, you know, the reason you were just saying why you started your podcast it's because the answers are inside. There's a lot of stuff out there. And you know, the wellness industry is worth so much money. And the things that come through my feed, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, you know, it just drives me drives me insane. It's just like because it's it's almost like the answer is outside of people. And it's like, mm. no, that's that's not that's not right. It really is that you have your intuition and everyone has it. And and sometimes I think it's just the language that's used i I know even for myself you know sometimes i have to be i could be told one thing five times and then someone walks in gives me an analogy and i'm like and it lands and i'm like of course, yeah of course completely (laughs) Completely. so that sort of thing and it's like you know everyone i'm gonna say almost everyone knows trust your gut but if you were to say to some people do you have intuition they'd be like no
0: yeah you know
1: but they have that thing of like oh i trust my gut you know and it's just sometimes the language and how what lands with people, but just know
0: that everyone has intuition. It's not something that you have to buy from somebody else, and it's not something that you that's have to be right. jealous of that that amazing guru has or something. It's like, that's no. that's
1: and that's exactly. And sometimes I, I see some of the things as like, oh, you know, the light codes have been given to me, and I'm like, sometimes it doesn't always sit with me. Well, I'm like, the light codes have been given to you just to you. Huh. I was like, Oh man, those light codes have, f- everyone's got those light codes, you know? And it's just like, that's the thing. And it's just knowing that. Um,
0: yeah. Well, that's the groundedness yeah. of it. That, yeah. me, when you speak like that, that's exactly. And that's what I feel very passionate about is grounding all of our, really it's all of our magic, but it's not rare. It's what we're made of. It's amazing. That's right. That's it. (laughs) But it's not something that it's given to all of us. We just have to remember it and rediscover it, reconnect to it. But yes, that's so true. When you said that, if you if you do to listeners, if you do see that, if somebody says, "Oh, I found it," or "I was given this upgrade," or if you feel a jealousy in yourself, or a little bit like, "I don't know what that means," I feel like that means. That's really just a mirror to you to remind yourself to look inside, and that you already have everything that that person is telling you that they have, and that you need. You don't need it because you already have it. So I hope that that's helps. <laughs> <Yes>. That's, that's <laughs> I have <it>. <laughs> Feeling as you that's and I through, I'm like, oh. <laughs> that can be an unpopular opinion but I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for all of this beautiful sharing that you're offering to. You us and the listeners and to me i just i feel so lit up by everything that you've been speaking about so thank you so much so what is your your personal definition of healing
1: And so healing is so many things to me um i think it's coming back to my center making decisions from that place and trusting those decisions it's making the choice to step into the light It's connecting in with your ancestors. It's resting. Mm. It's letting go of the old stories. Um, It's acknowledging and releasing those limiting beliefs. It's changing and evolving and knowing that it's okay to change. Um, It's creating space for yourself in your own way. And it's moving into a space where you know it's okay to ask for support. Also eating cake for breakfast and being okay with that. Yeah, It's just like, yeah, like, you know, that sort of thing. And it's just there's so many definitions and and I really encourage everyone just to lean in to what it feels for them because at the end of the day, that's what really counts. And the one thing I do know for sure about healing is that whatever form it takes, it's our own responsibility. It is not outside of ourselves. And sometimes that can be hard to take, um, you know, it, I, I know I've <laughs> had my own journey. Um, we all do, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. That that's do that, it.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like,
1: um, and, and so many things are happening in our lives and, and we, create, we can create more space to heal. And, and when we stop, it's like you said, when we stop looking for that external validation, you know and when we stop looking outside of ourselves for the answers it's almost like that's when the beauty starts to come in the beauty of healing and and to remember we are our own healers your healing yes. does really come from yourself you know and for anyone that even works like, uh, you know, I've been in sessions and I'm like, thank you, you're my healer. And I'm like, no, like no. sometimes I get upset, eh? I'm too. Just like, I'm
0: like, no, no, you did this. I that's was right. holding this for you. We did this together. <laughs>
1: that's, that's exactly it. And it's just like everything that's coming off your body was coming from you. That's you right. were choosing what you're ready to release, not me. And, and, and they came yeah.
0: to you. They made the decision.
1: That's, that, and that's exactly, and that's such a big step. You know, anytime you make the decision to see someone you really are taking that step and that's, that does come from you and you don't need to be fixed. You know, you just, it's just like, Oh, it's just like you're already whole. You don't need to be fixed, you know? And, and that's the thing. It's so hard
0: for people to understand. I'm sorry to interrupt you, But... but I feel that that is one thing that people do get not wrong, but misunderstand about healing that it is a focus back on themselves to see that they are already whole in it, whichever way that comes. But I'm so glad that you said that there's nothing to be fixed because it sounds like an oxymoron. It's like, but <laughs> if I'm healing, aren't I broken? I was like, no, you don't, we don't heal cups after we break them. That's yeah. can't. well, I mean, maybe somebody can, but I, I can't, I, can, I haven't <laughs> discovered that yet. myself. <laughs> Maybe one day, one day. <laughs> but, but we are energetic, beautiful beings, spirit souls that are whole. And I really appreciate you speaking to that. Yeah, it's so important.
1: It, it it is really important. Eh? it is so important. And however, however you're showing up in your healing journey, um, you really you get to decide what to do with that information and. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to say it one last time because it's so important. You are your own healer. Yes,
0: (laughs) yes, yes. And what (laughs) Lana and I do, even though a little bit different, we are helping guide you and supporting you because we need each other, but we are not healing you. We are That's exactly it. Yeah. And, And,
1: you know, that's exactly it, Mary. And sometimes I like to think of it just like, you know, I just just found the light switch. It's like, oh, the lights over here. You know, and she's turning on the yeah. light switch just so you can see. Oh, you can see your path clearly. You know, that's that's exactly and the support.
0: Yeah, and maybe they would have found the light switch, but it may have taken a year in the dark looking for it and (laughs) feeling the, you know, all the walls and oh no, it's not there. So it just, you know, expedites it a little bit too. Oh, I love that. And um, do you feel, and you're speaking about writing a book, and I know you're a, a beautiful writer. Do you feel that intuition and creativity are the same thing?
1: It's actually a really great question. And and my my answer is, like, why not? Why can't they be the same thing? Um, I think the marriage of my own creativity and in, intuition, it just takes on so many different forms. And um, I do use creativity as one of the foundations to help strengthen my intuition. Um, sometimes it's a conscious decision. Sometimes it just happens. <laughs> so, you know, and... Um, it's like you know we've we've been in in writing sessions together and I've started off with just some mumbo-jumbo and it's just like keep writing and then by the end of that session I've got the answer to something I was like oh I've found the solution to something I've been wondering about so you know amazing like-
0: oh that just gave me chills it's true though it's <laughs> it <true>. is <laughs> oh, it's so- and it's making space for it as well the way you describe it exactly
1: and, and definitely and I also like just inviting the element of play in the creativity yeah. as well, you know, like and see where it leads from there. And I've been I've been in Canva doing stuff sometimes, and I've just looked at something going, it doesn't feel right. And then I'll go design, and then I've just sort of nailed something. I was like, yes, you know, and it's nice. like, because something didn't feel right. Even in oh, those time in art class in high school, because I do love drawing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like getting that voice going. Just paint the feet purple, and I'm like, oh, well, that's weird. And I did. I listened to it, and that those purple feet made the whole painting work. So it's
0: like real the marriage. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. I suppose. I mean, I could probably talk to you forever, but to kind of end on a couple more things, what advice? do you have to someone who is awakening to their intuition? I know you've given beautiful insight already, so it's okay if you want to reiterate some of the strong points that you already had. But yeah, do you have any, any real advice for the person who's awakening to their intuition and connecting to their intuitive gifts? Coming back to the trust yourself and practice. Practice trusting yourself.
1: And don't be afraid to ask your ancestors for support because they are by your side and they want to see you win. So just ask them for support.
0: I love that. Do you have any um, advice? Just like, is there a simple way that you would offer to someone to start if they've never done that before?
1: I I guess it's almost like a prayer. You could use almost like a prayer. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, you know, because one of the ways I will do it is actually sit down. Sometimes ideally if I can sit outside in nature, you know, but it doesn't always have to be, I've been in my room and it's just literally closing my eyes settling down into your breathing just just settle down and then when you're ready ask the question it's like I'd like some some support with this can you help me um
0: I love that and And then then, however their intuition speaks to them so whether it's a little voice in their self in their inner self or maybe their imagination offers them a picture of something to trust that as a guidance and really trust themselves
1: and that's it. Or maybe, you know, two days time, something have, they meet somebody
0: who has, oh, yes. you know, like yes. that sort of thing. So, um, yeah. yeah. Just really keep a keep a very open mind and an open spirit to it. That's what it really sounds like.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Beautiful. And is there is there anything that you would like to let us know about that we haven't chatted about yet?
1: I just actually... I guess just for people to know that you are enough exactly as you are, like exactly as you are at each moment. Um, Cause you know, it's like, so for myself, you know, like I'm a fat practitioner, I'm a fat Nguyen practitioner. So I know what it's like to walk into a room and be the only one there like that.
0: Oh, and our body and, image is so for every woman. I don't know one woman that has. <laughs> that's,
1: that's right. That doesn't
0: have this issue with themselves. Exactly
1: and and that's it and just however however you show up you know remember you are enough exactly as you are at each moment and just to really embrace that
0: and rewind that and listen to that again because that is so powerful rewind that listen to me go back 15 (laughs) seconds
1: Cassette players might come back in fashion, you know, never know.
0: I think the kids are, I think they are. I think they really want the physical things again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, Lana, thank you. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and with the listeners of Intuitive Seek. I am lit up selfishly. I just feel amazing listening to you. I feel inspired and you've really... Personally, it just reminded me of so many important things to remember that we are always in our power and to remember to step into it all the time, every day, because it's so easy to be kind of pulled out of it, especially in the world we're living in. So it's such beautiful, beautiful advice, beautiful experiences. So let us know where your IG and where people can find you. We are the way so my instagram is maulu spa so it's
1: m-a-u-l-u spa i'm pretty sure i'm the only one on there with that name so it shouldn't be too hard to find and i'll put it if you wherever
0: you're listening to this just scroll down (laughs) under the description and there'll be a little um, hyperlink that you can click on so it'll be very easy to find it
1: But yeah um but also mary thank you so much for inviting me on the show it's also actually an honour for me to be in your presence, uh, you know, in writing club, you know, when you're sharing and it's just, you're so calming and it's just like, and it's just like, yes. And, you know, your insights, I'm like, yes. And and there's so much that I haven't seen and you're just sharing that. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> and like, you know, and that makes such a difference. So thank you also for sharing your work. It's just, and just sharing your time with me as well.
0: Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, that really touched my heart. Thank you. <laughs> it was such a pleasure. And I, yeah, I can't wait to write with you again and yes. see you again. And thank you. That's all I can say. Thank you so much. I, just, <laughs> I feel very, very, very grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Intuitive Seek. If you have any thoughts or questions, don't hesitate to send me a message through my website, treenlight.com, or through my Instagram, at treenlight, T-R-E-E-N-L-I-G-H-T. I will be opening space for three more clients in October, and I always offer a free clarity session to see how I can support you and what our work together would look like. And I'll also leave all those links in the show notes hugely appreciated if you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and if you feel called to give some support then please share this episode with a friend or you can also leave a review if you feel called to thank you again so much for spending your time with me and with lana today be kind to yourself and i'll talk to you next week